Welcome to Conversations with Tatum. This is a podcast where we have conversations about things I like and want to learn more about. Let's dive right in. Hey guys, today our guest is a friend of mine and a member of our small group and the pastor of our church, Greg McAvoy. So please enjoy this conversation with Tatum and Greg. Hey. What's up, Tatum? I am so glad to do this first before we start. Can I tell you I'm a huge fan of your podcast? <laughs> yeah. True story. So so can I tell you some of my favorites? Uh-huh. Your Beyblades podcast was probably the most informative breakdown of Beyblades I've ever heard in my entire life. So you made Beyblades make sense. And the one with your mom... It was heartwarming and funny all at the same time. You did a great job. So it is just an honor to be on your podcast. Thanks. You're welcome, man. Thanks for having me. You're welcome. Oh, good, good, good. Well, let, let's let's knock this out, man. What do you got? What do you got? Um, can you tell me about your family? Oh, dude, I'd love to tell you about my family. So, um, I have a wife. We've been married eleven years. So we got married eleven years ago. We have three boys. Cooper, who's seven, who you get to hang out with a lot. Cade, who's my middle one, and he's been over to your house too. And then Brody uh, is my youngest one. He's two years old. Now, we also have another baby on the way. Did you know that? No. Yep, so we got a number four coming. I got to have four boys first week of December. So, uh, Wow. I know, that's crazy. So the question is, how long until I can get all four boys on the zip line in your backyard? I don't. No. Okay, we'll, just, we'll, we'll work it out. Don't worry. We'll, we'll, we'll have your people call my people and we'll make it happen. Okay. Okay. My next question is, what is your job? My job. So my job title, so this is what they tell me I do, is called lead pastor. Now, let me tell you what that entails. The first thing I do is I try to cast vision for the church. Now, all that means is I just try to paint a picture for people to follow. So I want to convince people that it's a good idea to join with our church and help lead our people to leading others in our community to a relationship with Jesus. So you know Jesus, right? Yeah. You hang out with him a little. And so uh, that's the first thing that I do. The second is that I lead uh, a staff. So I have about 15 people on our team that I lead here at the church. And my job for them is to try to encourage them and their job performance so and then try to help keep them accountable which basically means they say they're gonna they do what they say they're gonna do and so try to make sure that we're all performing the best so that we can have the best church for people like you to attend and um, your friends to invite to and then the third thing is is just try to make sure that uh, we have the resources we need to make the church so we have the people the money the finances the time the building the facilities so I do all, those are really the three big rocks of what I do. But can I tell you the most fun part of my job? What? Most fun part of my job is I get to sit down with people and I try to, I get to introduce them to the thing, the person that makes their life better. And that's Jesus. And so every day I get to sit down with people, I get to hear their story. So they tell me what God has done in their life or all the their circumstances of their life. And I get to say, hey, I know something that could help you take a next step at getting better. Do you like getting better? Yeah. So think of it, I kind of get to coach people. You know, I get to hear where they are, I get to see what they need, and then I get to try to introduce them to something that could help them out. And so do you have a coach? Daddy. Your daddy's your coach? So your daddy gets to look at your life, look at your baseball. You're into baseball, right? Yeah. 
So your dad gets to look at, you know, baseball, maybe maybe fix a throw or, or check your swing out. But I get to do that with people's lives. And uh, so I get a front row seat to watching God change a lot of lives. And that's probably the coolest part of my job. My next question is, how did you choose your job? Now, this is a crazy story. You ready? Yeah. Okay. So when I was in middle school, I went to a church camp, okay? And we're sitting there in their room. And the person on stage, don't even know his name, he gave us a time to make a decision after that that message he gave. And I decided I wanted to uh, make sure that Jesus knew I loved him. And so I went forward and made that commitment. But while I was up there, I was sitting on the stage and they handed me a card and it said, commit to going to full-time ministry. And at this point, I had only seen two things in sixth grade of what ministry looked like. And that had been, we had been to an amusement park and summer camp. And I thought, how hard can this job really be? And so I checked the box and just in my mind as a sixth grader, I decided I wanted to be a middle school pastor, basically so I could just be a big kid all my life. And I wanted to take people to Six Flags and I wanted to go to summer camp. I wanted to do beach trips and ski trips. I was like, that's going to be the greatest job ever. So I made the decision as a very young, young kid. But you want to hear the craziest story? Yeah. So when I was in eighth grade, I went on a mission trip to Arizona and we, uh, the guy had us go s- climb a mountain and sit on top of this mountain for three hours by ourselves. Have you ever done anything by yourself for that long that wasn't time out? No. No. Okay. So he said, what I want you to do is I want you to take your Bible up there and I want you to pray and read the Bible. And so I'm sitting on top of this mountain in the middle of the desert in Arizona. And I was just thinking about that decision I made in sixth grade. I was like, God, do you really want me to do ministry? Do you really want me to go into church work? And I thought of the story of Gideon. Do you know the story of Gideon? No. Okay. Well, Gideon, he was asking God about something, and he decided to ask God to send him a sign. And so he takes this, basically a blanket, and puts it out on the grass, and he said, God, if you want me to do this, make the blanket dry and the grass wet. And God did it. But he was like, okay, this is a big ask, God, so I want to make sure that uh, I heard you right. So if you really want me to do what you're asking me to do, make the blanket wet and the grass dry. Next morning, Gideon woke up. He had that sign. So I'm sitting on this mountaintop. I think of that story. And I look out at the blue sky. There's not a cloud. We're in the middle of the desert. And I said, God, if you want me to go into ministry, I want you to send me rain. Guess what happened? What? Nothing. Blue skies. But the next morning, it was pouring down rain. And it barely ever rains in the desert. And I don't know if that was God telling me directly to do ministry or if he was. it was just a coincidence. But either or, it was a straight shot from that moment on. And so I went to college, started working in churches, and then I just kind of kept following the path that God led me on, and that's what leads me to today's job. My next question is... What is your favorite part of your job? Oh, man. I would say my favorite part of my job is I get to see people's lives that uh, most people don't get to see. When people get sad or upset or confused, they usually come to a pastor. And I get to sit down with people at these really confusing times. Have you ever been sad or confused or, you know, not knowing what to do next. 
Um, yeah. So, so when you get like that, a lot of people will call the church and they want to sit down with the pastor. And I get to see God work in people's lives really, really up close. And I think that's my favorite part. And it just never gets old. Like getting to watch people be baptized and decide to follow Jesus is the coolest thing. I think that is the part that makes me love what I do day in and day out. Right. What, can I ask you something? Yeah. What's your favorite thing about your podcast? I mean, you got to ask me my favorite thing. What's your favorite thing? Um, probably getting to talk to people. Talk to people? Okay. Now, you told me your mom was your favorite interview. Is it because she's your mom or she was a great interview? She was a great interview. She was a great interview? Okay, I think that's a great answer. I, I, I would agree. I like your mom. She's, she's good people. The next question is, do you get nervous on stage? Oh, my goodness. I do. I try not to look like I'm nervous, but every time you walk out on stage, a lot of people are looking at you. And my heart is beating so fast. And so there are a couple things that I do to try to help calm my nerves. When I'm side stage, I try to just slow down my breathing. I take deep breaths in, like, and deep breaths out. And that calms me down. Do you, like, think about it. Can I, do you get nervous going to bat when you play baseball? Um, yeah. Yeah. So it's the same thing. And it's why, because everybody's looking at you and you feel this pressure. You feel like you really want to perform for them, right? You want to be proud of you. And I get the same feeling every time I go on stage. And I love, love, love being on stage when I do well, but have you ever struck out in baseball? Um, once. Once? Okay, so I, I've, I've struck out more on stage than you have on baseball. But you're like, you, you get kind of embarrassed and, and you're like, oh man. But you know what that tells me? What? I need to work harder at being ready to go on stage. And so it's just a reminder of hard work pays off. And you got to do the work to get to where you want to in life. And so just because you don't do well or you fail or what you, you, what you think is a fail is not bad. It's just a reminder, all right, I just got to work harder. But, yeah, I get nervous every time. I think there's I, – I don't know people that don't. I think everybody I hear that speaks on a stage gets nervous. And everybody's on some sort of stage in their life. Do you get nervous for your podcast? Um, yeah. You do? So what do you do to try to calm your nerves? Anything. Anything? You just walk around and just do anything? You're like, anything I can think of, it just calms me down. Yeah. Okay, well, what do you do when you uh, get nervous before a baseball game? Because I, I could always use something, some new tactics, new tricks. I just think that I should practice getting ground balls and then throwing it. That's right. If you know how you to field a ground ball, then you should be able to hit a ground ball. That's a great plan. And the next thing I would do is I would practice my hitting. Practice your hitting? Okay. That's, those are good things. That's the same thing I do. So do you think there's anyone that doesn't get nervous when they're on stage? Um, no. No? You think everybody does? Yeah. Okay. Okay, well, can I ask you a question? Why were you interested in doing an interview with me? Because you're a cool guy. Well, thank you. I like to think so. Can you, can you tell my wife that? Sure. Thank you. I appreciate that. What is it you love about this church? I got to answer what I love, but what is it you love about this church? 
I don't really know. I like everything. You do, but if you had to choose something, you had to choose one thing, what would it be? Um, being with my small group. Your small group. Okay, tell me about your small group. Well, ah. it's been a while since you've been in your small group, so it's hard to remember what it's actually like, right? Yeah. So we're, we're recording this right in the middle of a pandemic, and we haven't been able to have, like, normal Sunday services, like, before all this COVID stuff hit, right? Yeah. And so I, I totally get it. That's been a long time. Can I tell you something? Yeah. I There are sometimes I'm like, what will a Sunday morning feel like? Because it has been so long since we've actually had a Sunday morning church service. So I'm kind of nervous what it's going to feel like, too. I don't know. I don't know. Can I ask you one more question? Yeah. Okay. If you had to choose one thing to do for the rest of your life, what would it be? Baseball. Baseball. Okay. Now, um, would you play? Would you watch? Would you do all of those things? All of them. All of those things. Now, if you had to choose, would you rather play baseball or watch baseball? Play. Play, okay. Okay, that sounds fun. I, which, what's your best position? Um, third base. Third base, okay. Can I tell you something? What? I was not a very good baseball player at all. So when I played baseball, I was scared I'd get hit by a pitch. And so I would never swing at the ball. And so my last two years of baseball, do you know how many hits I got? Zero? No, I wasn't that bad. One. One. My last year of baseball, I got one hit. And the year before that, I got two hits. And <laughs> my one hit game, you want to hear this? My one hit game was the last game I ever played. I hit the ball. And I got on second base and my coach was so excited because I hadn't hit a ball all season. He looked at me and goes, great job, McAvoy. I said, well, thank you. But it ruined my perfect streak of hitless games. Hmm. Yeah. So sometimes you got to change your goals if you're not, uh, you're not succeeding, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, so what other questions would you like to ask? Anything else? Did you play third base? I did play third base. So I was much better in the field than I was at batting. And so um, third base is known as the hot corner, right? Yeah. Because if the ball comes down that, that third base line, it's probably moving pretty fast. But I did. I played some third base. That's a long throw to first, isn't it? Yeah. It's, it's like you field the ball and you get really excited that you stopped it. And then you look how far first base is and you're like, oh, gracious, I hope it gets over there. And you fling it with all your might. And then you're like, I hope it hits him in the glove. Do you have those thoughts? So you're just more confident in your abilities than I was? Uh-huh. Okay, well, you probably should be. You, you love baseball, so. Baseball was fun, but I just was not very good at it, so I played other sports. Cool. Cool. What else you got? Nothing. Nothing? Well, Tatum, can I say this? Yeah. I have thoroughly enjoyed chatting with you. And I don't know if you book repeat guests, but put me first on the list if you do if you do interviews again. Deal? Deal. Deal. I got one more question while you're on the mic. You ready? Yeah. Now that my interview's over, who was your favorite interview of all time in conversations with Tatum? You. Yes! Yes! I win! I'll take it, man. I'll take it. Thanks so much for coming in. You're welcome. All right, buddy. You have a good one. Bye. Bye. Now we come to the part of our show called Tatum's Takeaways. So Tatum, what are you going to be taking away from your conversation with Mr. Greg? I'm going to be taking away that um, when you're a pastor, it can be 
really fun to talk to people. That's a great takeaway, buddy. Do you have a good time talking with Mr. Greg? Yeah. All right, good deal. Well, guys, that wraps up another episode of Conversations with Tatum. Thank you for joining us this week. And as always, please leave a rating or review in your favorite podcast listening app. It helps our show and it helps other people find us. And I'll see you guys next time.